everyone welcome back to yet another weekly fantasy football podcast show uh, from FPL Rebound you're back with game week 6 preview with some amazing success uh, from the wildcard team in game week 5 we are going to take a look at how we are going to position the team um, from to build some momentum from year on and we're going to just roughly walk through what happened in champions league and uh, europa league if there is any sort of injury concerns that is coming out or early team news that is coming out and we're going to fo- follow the usual format and much more to discuss so for the benefit of the listeners i'm recording this as usual on a thursday evening for any latest injuries uh, make sure to follow us on uh, twitter at fpl rebound for more information So that being said let's get started so here are the things that we are going to discuss today so the first topic uh, that we are discussing today is that uh, is it time to come off uh, from the premium defenders we are going to walk down some of the differential picks that i have a few community questions transfers and captaincies so with no further delay let's get started uh, so I'm kind of uh, with the likes of uh, Liverpool defensive concerns. Uh, there's there's doubts around everyone's mind. Um, is it really time to come off the premium defenders? So, uh, for instance, I I have seen teams with uh, the likes of both Robertson and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, or even triple uh, Liverpool defense with uh, Van Dijk, uh, Trent, and Robertson. So uh, obviously. Uh, anyone who owns uh, van dijk would have definitely uh, looked to sell him on uh, or already uh, they might have sold but uh, is it is it really worth uh, to spend that premium uh, going forward uh, be it the double defense or uh, uh, a single premium defender at the price range of 7 or 7.5 i currently own robertson i don't have trent uh, uh, unlike the first four weeks so i'm i'm still a bit concerned uh, with the likes of uh, van dijk is not there so how exactly liverpool are going to position themselves uh, in a, from a defensive standpoint so they don't have much of much of an options over there they they played with fabinho yesterday uh, in the champions league game against ajax they did reasonably well they came out with a clean sheet but that's that's not going to uh, uh, be the same case when they come back to premier league uh, it's going to be much more demanding game and uh, with the likes of matup and uh, gomez i'm not sure how long uh, they will go with that particular uh, partnership or they might chop and change from one game week to another game week so there's so much of doubts that are uh, that are uh, arising out of this uh, one particular injury with uh, van dijk and on top of it the flip side if you see the uh, there are, there are certain teams who have really performed so well defensively irrespective of some really really tough fixtures uh, on paper so for instance i have three teams here uh, uh, probably uh, if you would have uh, told me uh, at the beginning of the season if these three teams are going to have the best uh, defensive stats five game weeks into the season i would have definitely not believed that statement so the teams are west ham brighton and aston villa so these three teams are top 3 in terms of uh, shots that they have conceded on target 
so west ham being uh, the lowest with 13 shots on target brighton with 15 and aston villa with 17 of course villa have played one less game but that being said there, there are multiple other option uh, cheaper options uh, available in these teams of course west ham on paper they still have a couple of more difficult uh, fixtures uh, Brighton had have a good set of mixtures and they have great defensive options with the likes of uh, their goalkeeper Matt Ryan or uh, uh, Tarek Lamptey or Webster or Ben White. So there there are multiple defensive options at at the price uh, point of 4.5 uh, and uh, in Aston Villa you have the likes of Mings and Konsa uh, Cresswell uh, in West Ham United. So there, there is a lot of uh, other op- interesting options. So that brings me uh, to a question uh, raising in many uh, people's mind is that is this particular 4.5 to 5 or 5.5, is this the new premium segment? Is this where we are going to find value? So that is something which I'm more uh, concerned about. Already I've gone uh, with uh, something of that setup. Uh, in, in my wildcard, I have just had one uh, super premium, if I have to call it that way, which is which was Robertson, and then I had Chilwell at 5.5. The rest of the folks are either 4 million or 4.5 million. So uh, what I'm suggesting here is that if you are sitting on double or triple Liverpool defense, uh, I, I would say it is high time we get rid of. Uh, uh, two or uh, one of the asserts at least uh, you can have uh, the likes of Robertson or Trent at least for this game week uh, where they face um, uh, Sheffield United at home but apart from that I would be really concerned owning a double uh, Liverpool defense going forward so that being said you can find value or uh, uh, so much of value in this uh, uh, defensive areas of 4 million sorry 4.5 million uh, 5 million and 5.5 million so you have so many options from these teams from West Ham, Brighton, Aston Villa, Burnley so they have really performed uh, uh, quite interesting that if, if we read through the stats it, it's quite interesting uh, Brighton have conceded just 35 shots which is the lowest among all uh, next um, we have uh, Manchester City surprisingly uh, though their defensive combinations have changed a couple of times, but uh, the new centre back has, I believe, has go, uh, uh, brought in some sort of a calmness in the uh, in the back line. So uh, Diaz is a great option. Then we have uh, Arsenal. Uh, you have Bellerin, uh, who's a great option again. So at five million, Bellerin uh, provides a great value. He has two assists already, and uh, with the likes of Thomas Partey coming in. That is really going to help their uh, defensive setup uh, uh, to make it a more uh, solidable defense. So uh, they are up against Leicester City. Uh, we might uh, hear from uh, their manager uh, with regards to the availability of Jamie Vardy. If not uh, for Jamie Vardy, uh, I don't see that team scoring. They lack that uh, uh, striker um, uh, position I mean, since Jamie Vardy was not there. We saw that lack of ability to attack more uh, in the last game against uh, Aston Villa. So you can, there's tons of options at 4.5 to 5 or 5 5.5 million. So there, there is uh, Bellerin, there is Target, there is Diaz, 
uh, you have Lamti, you have Raguyan, um, then you have uh, Konsa, Creswell, Saiz uh, uh, from um, Ulf's and now the new uh, uh, character which has enabled as a 4 million or 4.1 million at the time of recording is Killman and uh, the other interesting option uh, if you just want to save a uh, uh, 0.5 uh, somewhere uh, it could be pascal storage so uh, bls has confirmed that um, calvin phillips is out with an injury uh, for almost uh, five to six weeks and this guy is going to play out of position in the central midfield area so that gives you uh, uh, the luxury uh, to spend this money that you are going to save for instance if you are uh, bringing down uh, trent or robo or uh, to a 4 million or a 4.5 million uh, imagine the value that uh, it frees up 2.5 million to 3 million uh, uh, funds is getting released out of this and imagine what you can do that with pushing it into your midfield or uh, the striker so this this category is going to uh, explode in the coming weeks i'm sure if there is uh, a lack of uh, uh, clean sheets coming uh, from uh, Liverpool, then uh, people are definitely going to uh, uh, not wait for a longer term. Uh, I I understand, and I also personally uh, have uh, Robertson for the uh, uh, sake of uh, attacking return. But this particular season, it has uh, started really well that you have these cheaper assets at 4.5 million or 5 million also provide you a good uh, attacking uh, threat. And uh, attacking possibility so I believe it is uh, really time to come off uh, from a premium defenders particularly if you own uh, more than one uh, of them so uh, this is something which was top uh, on top of my mind uh, in particular to discuss today with that said uh, we'll move to the uh, differential uh, picks category uh, for this particular week um, I'm going to start with uh, one of the Manchester United midfielder so this is quite interesting um, uh, in the last week's pod and even on the review pod i was not quite confident with the way uh, united have been uh, playing in the past uh, in the first uh, three or four games and with the results that they got uh, they were not the the team morale was not that good and i did not personally go with uh, any of the uh, manchester united options in my uh, wildcard team either having said that uh, Marcus Rashford uh, came out with an amazing performance in the last game week and uh, even more better performance in the Champions League night. So at 9.5 million, uh, owned by just 6.4% at the time of recording, with the likes of Marshall being suspended for two more games, uh, this allows him to play more centrally than drifting down the left side in his usual uh, position. A goal and two uh, two assists against Newcastle, followed by an amazing performance and a goal against uh, PSG uh, in the Champions League night. This guy is really bussing on and off the field with a lot of confidence with whatever he is doing uh, elsewhere off the pitch. That will also give him a lot of uh, strength and confidence. He will surely look uh, to carry this momentum going into game week 6 uh, where he is playing uh, up against a very mediocre uh, Chelsea defence. So the numbers also really looking good. He has 10 shots, uh, 5 on target, uh, 7 inside the box, 2 big chances and an expected uh, goal of 
so uh, definitely he is in the mood to score more goals he he could have had more against uh, psg as well he was not so clinical uh, in that particular game if he had he converted the number of shots that he had probably he might have uh, had uh, more goals and assists probably in, in that particular game so good set of uh, uh, fixtures he's uh, he's facing uh, relatively tougher fixtures on paper but the confidence and uh, uh, the form he has probably might help overcome these uh, uh, tougher opponents as well and both the games being played at home uh, for united that could be an advantage as well so marcus rashford uh, is is our number one pick for the week and the next pick that i have is uh, neil mope from brighton so mope is uh, 6.6 million owned by just six by is uh, owned by just 6.5% uh, with four goals and an assist to his name already mope is up against one of the dodgy defenses in the league uh, a team which has conceded most goals uh, or joined most goals which is west brom so they are also the third most uh, worst defensive numbers uh, uh, who has worst defensive numbers so far alongside newcastle and leeds so his numbers on paper looks really good um, he had 18 shots 8 on target uh, 13 inside the box five big chances and an expected goal of 3.61 so he's on par he's performing really well and uh west brom uh, i i i we could see that they are a leaky defense but however there are a couple of reinforcements that has come in from the transfer market that they uh, winded up uh, could could play a, a crucial role but um, brighton uh, playing uh, really well as a team could definitely uh, help mope uh, get one more or two more attacking returns in this particular game so neil mope uh, at 6.6 uh, is our second pick for a differential uh, option this week the third and final option uh, is, is probably i mostly go with this um, one uh, particular pick as a punt or uh, or a very uh, gut oriented pick uh, and this particular week uh, it is Sergio Aguero uh 10.4 million owned by uh 2.2% but honestly uh, how often do we see this guy having uh, such a low ownership i understand he has come back from a huge injury but uh, he had got two consecutive starts now uh, both in the premier league and uh, champions league as well uh he has come back uh, from a long uh, injury break so definitely the minutes are being managed quite carefully however he scored uh, a goal against porto from the spot um, which should have given him some sort of confidence to go forward and uh, there's still no co- uh, a concrete news uh, on kdb's return uh, so whether he's going to be available for this week or he's not that is something which we still have to wait on uh, to understand in the coming days so uh, if at all if kdb is not there then uh, uh, aguero is going to be uh, on the pens again uh, for the weekend game as well and uh, uh, they are up against west ham who just conceded uh, three goals uh, to spurs though their defensive numbers were good uh, 
if if they can play on the up uh, with we know how city uh, can tear apart any team irrespective of what the numbers that they have so uh, that's that's going to be a, a really uh, nice encounter and in case uh, you guys have a, a Jamie Wadi this could be a very easy transfer if uh, Wadi is deemed unfit for this week as well so uh, uh, all said and done uh, a 10.4 uh, it could be a great differential option if you have that cut uh, uh, to go with Sergio Aguero for the week so that's my last and final pick as a differential option this week Moving on, we'll have uh, the community questions. We have a good set of uh, questions this week. So, uh, Abu asks, uh, will Tanzibi or uh, Kavani be a good differential uh, this weekend or the fixtures too risky for this? So, basically, uh, I would consider both uh, the options as very risky options, I would say. And uh, considering the informed Rashford is already an ultimate differential, as we just covered, uh, going to Cavani might really backfire, considering that uh, Cavani has not played competitive football for a long time. So, Ole might definitely uh, look to bring him on as an impact substitute uh, to give him that uh, minutes to get started. But uh, definitely, uh, I wouldn't advise going straight away uh, on to Cavani, uh, which would, which might definitely backfire because he has not played competitive football for a while. So uh, United are facing uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Everton, the next three uh, Premier League fixtures. So clean sheet potential uh, would be very less, to be honest. So Tansibi is also out of the equation, and he again is coming back from a long injury break almost a year though he has uh, he had played a, a great role against uh, the game against PSG I'm not sure if he's going to get consecutive minutes his minutes would also be carefully managed uh, to get him back to full uh, full speed and have him that uh, good rhythm of games so uh, both these options are definitely very risky uh, if you want to go differential I would still suggest go for Rashford because he is still uh, owned by just under 7%. So, you can't go wrong with the inform uh, Marcus Rashford, at least for this, uh, at this point of time. So, the next question comes from Satish. I scored 87 points this week without owning Kane, Sun or Salah. I know last season's winner went the full season without owning Vardy. So, no... So, no one player is truly essential in this game. And that being said, how do you avoid fear of missing out? So, Satish, really good question and you have summarized it really well. Well, it's true. I agree with you that there is nothing called or no one uh, called essential in this game. What one may uh, call an essential today might not be uh, the same in a week or two. And similarly, uh, someone who whom we might have not considered as an option at all could become a template option in a couple of weeks so it all changes so quickly in this particular game uh, uh, so we have to be so adaptable and uh, we have to accept our mistakes for instance i was so reluctant uh, going to dcl or any of the uh, everton assets but um, i had i was forced myself 
for uh, too many reasons in terms of price point in terms of uh, ownership and whatnot so uh, yeah definitely there's no one a particular uh, approach uh, or one hard set rule in this particular game having said that you cannot avoid a fear of missing out uh, that's going to be there always we cannot own all the uh, assets that um, that is available so one or the other you are going to have that fear of uh, missing out uh, if, with respect to the premium options but instead what i would suggest is that uh, if we should play the law of average for instance have good quality uh, premium assets uh, uh, that you're going to uh, that who are going to deliver uh, a, a lots of points over a period of time so it's best not to chop and change um, quite often uh, with them unless there is a real need for instance if there is a long term injury or if he is suspended for three or more games then th that makes sense to uh, chop and change and look for another option but if there is going to be one blank or two blanks but he has delivered points to you in the past and the fixtures look good and on paper uh, or rather uh, on the eye test he looked good it was just unlucky that he was not able to uh, convert them into points so uh, it's better to play the uh, law of average uh, rather than uh, playing the chop and change game that's how i've played this game for a long time so law of average definitely works in the long term uh, you stick with uh, the premium uh, options uh, for instance uh, sala by the looks of it uh, sala was uh, sala hasn't performed that great uh, one might feel but uh, he has scored six goals uh, and an assist he has nicely ticked along uh, uh, so far in the five games and uh, he has scored nearly 48 points um, that's almost nine plus points per uh, per game um, or rather uh, uh, 10 ga uh, 10 points per game so it it all depends on how you approach this game uh, and uh, what's the price segment that uh, you're willing to pay for a particular player and if you're cutting short uh, of uh, the funding and if you're funding it elsewhere so whom are you spending it on so these things really matter uh, and uh, definitely uh, don't worry about fear of missing out that's always going to be there so you, you play the uh, 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 game on your own uh, will and wish it's all going to be uh, fun at the end of the day have a good blend of uh, players as you might know and you, you would be doing already so don't worry about fear of missing out okay the last question comes uh, from krishnan uh, which defender to go for in the higher price range of 5 to 6 million so krishnan this is something which i talked about earlier so if you are listening to the podcast from the beginning then uh, you have the answer already so uh, there is plenty of options uh, in terms of the mid mid uh, priced category or i would call the new premium category uh, 5 million to 5.5 million yeah uh, you you have a, a lot of options in that so you can choose based on the form and the fixtures uh, if there is any further questions uh, or any particular player that you are considering you can uh, do post in uh, on twitter I'll, I'll be able to help you out
okay uh, with that we'll move to transfers and captaincy options so first and foremost i would like to remind everyone that this week uh, the deadline is on a friday night deadline um, so make sure uh, you save your teams on time and do not uh, uh, forget that it's a friday uh, deadline and not a usual saturday deadline so be very sure about that and uh, more importantly uh, coming to transfers and captaincy of my own team so i don't have anything planned as such i'm planning to save or to transfer this week but there is some late news coming on that james rodriguez is out for game week six with a minor injury uh, this has been confirmed by um, ancelotti himself and uh, by the looks of it he is just out for one particular game um, so i don't want to uh, sell him for someone else and uh, if required i might have to go back to james rodriguez uh, would be priced out already so i am sitting on 0.3 profit on him so i don't want to knee jerk that transfer the plan is to save the transfer and have two transfers in the next game week to see how things pan out and with respect to captaincy options personally for my team i'm going to go with salah as a captain and son as vice captain there are a couple of other interesting captaincy options this week uh, you might one might consider uh, the Manchester City boys uh, who are playing up against uh, West Ham, or uh, you can go really differential options if you want. You can consider the likes of Jimenez, who's up against Newcastle. As I told, one of the uh, dodgy defenses that we have so far. Uh, if you uh, see the number of shots that they have considered, they have considered 86 shots, 52 on target, and uh, sorry 52 inside the box and 38 on target so they are the worst in terms of conceding shots so far in the five game weeks of course it's a very uh, limited amount of sample that we have however with whatever we have they have been really really uh, bad in terms of conceding more number of shots uh, on target and inside the box so if you have the likes of Jimenez I would definitely suggest go ahead and captain Jimenez this week you have the likes of Liverpool, you have Mane or Salah. Uh, uh, with respect to Manchester United or Chelsea, it's uh, it's going to be uh, a game which would have more goals because both the teams have not been so good uh, defensively so far in this team, uh, in this season rather. So uh, you have the likes of Marcus Rashford, Bruno Fernandes as a popular option. Uh, from a Manchester United point of view and you have uh, Timo Werner who is holding him uh, or the likes of Pulisic um, these are going to be uh, really good options uh, from this particular uh, fixture standpoint and there's one other ultra different differential if you want to go go with the likes of Grealish uh, who's up against uh, another leaky defense which is Leeds United but that's do do it at your own risk uh, going with Greeley's and stuff but yeah uh, I would I would stick out uh, with a popular option which is Mohamed Salah this week okay with that said uh, I don't have uh, much more to cover for this particular episode we will um, talk more uh, in game week 6 uh, review podcast in a couple of days once the uh, game week is concluded uh, which will be out on 
probably on uh, Tuesday because we have games running down till uh, Monday and Tuesday this week. So uh, the Game Week 6 review podcast might be late this particular week. But until then, um, make sure to save your teams on on time. I'm repeating it. It's a Friday deadline. So uh, make sure to have your teams uh, set and made your transfers. Watch out for the press conferences happening today and tomorrow. Uh, to know more, uh, definitely uh, do check out uh, our Twitter handle at FPL Rebound. So until then, uh, stay safe and uh, happy FPL planning. Thank you.